It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. They were just better. Do the Arizona Coyotes own the Toronto Maple Leafs? I, 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 this is getting to be almost ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, <sighs> first of all, Honestly, oh, let's yeah, cheers. We got sure. our Four Peaks beer. Oh, I can't. The rebuild is on hold for tonight. Screw it. Cheers. cheers. Beat the Leafs again. Wow. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, this this team comes in as the, the the number three team in the National Hockey League. Marner, Matthews, Nylander all come in with point streaks that ended, and the Yotes win again. It's it's honestly it's comical. The the Yotes win again. PD Austin Matthews was minus four minus tonight. Four. Mitch Marner was minus two tonight. William Nylander was minus four tonight. Michael Bunting was minus three tonight. Whoops. John Tavares was minus two tonight. I'm not done. Morgan Riley was minus three tonight. And uh, freaking Nick Bukestad, Barrett Hayton, Jack McBain. I'm sure everybody in Toronto are all plus. familiar with those guys. Yeah, for sure. You all, just mul- got beat. all multi-point nights. Just got beat by Bukestad, McBain, and Hayton. Hey, to be fair, McBain was a Canadian Olympian. So they probably know who he is. And Barrett Hayton did yeah. wear the Canadian sweater as well, so they probably do know him. But still. So. But still, um, I just—it's unbelievable. <laughs> I just, I'm but sure. but again, this is like there's a couple of things. One, the mullet magic is real. That's three three straight wins at the mullet, and and good teams: L.A. Kings, Colorado Avalanche, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. We looked at the calendar and said <laughs> they're not going to get a point. They won all three. So look for the number four in Tampa and beat two Stanley Cup back to back champions. Might as well. Might as well get Colorado, got Tampa, got Toronto. <laughs> This is unreal. And, and and somebody pointed this out. Closer to a playoff spot officially today than they are from the basement. Nine points from the playoffs, eleven points from the basement. That is I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about that. I know, and and, and, and here's the frustrating part. You see Connor Connor Bedard at the World Juniors and you start going, Oh, wait a minute, what's the plan here? But no. But you be it's Toronto. Let's it's Toronto. But we, we said this at the beginning of the year. These are the wins you want. You mm-hmm. want to be Toronto. Toronto we'll take the Toronto win. And the mullet. Fire. Rockin'. Fire. Rockin'. Absolutely rockin'. Um, thank you so much for the four ninety nine super chats from Vaguely Sober, our new friend from DMBR. Uh, deja vu on the score, good games on the dub, PHNX bros. Thank you so Can much. Can you believe she's got to jump over to the PHNX show for wins? Like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's unheard of. I, I swear I can't believe we're talking about this again. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even... Like, I had so much to say coming into this, and I just, like, I just don't even have the words. And if you haven't heard the Toronto episode from yesterday, I think it's even more meaningful today. I think so, too. And by the way, shout out to the Toronto Maple Leafs fans who found our bingo card um, yeah, on the PHNX like underscore Cody Shoulder. They were big mad. Big, big, big mad, and they were proving our point exactly. Yeah, they, they literally proved our point well, by exactly. hating the card. They proved the point. They really did of the card. Um, super wow. chat from Charles Woodall Pike, nineteen sixty-seven. Thank you so much. Come, oh my God, did you know, nineteen dollars and sixty-seven super yeah, chat? That was very smooth, Charles. For the any Toronto come home, fan in the Austin. Come home, yeah. Austin. I, you can't beat them. 
Join them. Just saying. That's what we said last Somebody time. Said. That's what we said earlier yeah. when in the year when the Coyotes beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 4-2 in Toronto, where the Coyotes have not lost in regulation since October 17th, 2002, just in case you needed a reminder. And here's another fun <sighs> one that Elliot Tr- Friedman tweeted out wow. today. Wow. This is Toronto versus Arizona in the 2022 calendar year. Ready? January 10th. 2-1 Coyotes, March 15th, 5-4 Coyotes, October 17th, 4-2 Coyotes, December 29th, 6-3 Coyotes. 2022, four times this calendar year, they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Four times. I And I don't know, because I'm just going to say it, because I don't have to have back anything up with facts or statistics. <laughs> I, I'd be curious to see how many teams beat the Toronto Maple Leafs four times in this calendar year, and I bet it ain't many. Yeah, I mean, this is not... Like the Toronto Maple Leafs of, you know, six years ago. This is the Toronto Maple Leafs that are a cup contending team that have some of the highest odds coming into this season. They, they're, I mean, what are they in the in the league? Third in, in points in the league? Um, yeah, they're third in the points. It's, it's it's unreal. It's just this is a good hockey team. Yeah, third in points with fifty, only behind Carolina and Boston. And today we are standing. We were at the game. We were standing by the pl- the place where the players walk. Uh, you can oh, see yeah. them through the glass. And I'm just watching, watching them walk. It's like Nylander, Tavares, Matthews. And you're thinking, oh, my God, like there is so much star power on this team. And then I just sat there and read all their minuses from tonight. Something about. I don't know what it is. Something about Toronto, just like the Boston Bruins, like own the Coyotes. Yes. It's the reverse. But it just feels so good. And you know why it feels good. You We talked all about it yesterday on the audio show, Trolling Toronto. That's all the reasons it feels good. All the angry Maple Leafs fans in our mentions today and yesterday, this is why it feels good. Because the Coyotes have beat you more times in 2022 than you've won first round, first rounds uh, in the last 15 years. Again, literally speechless. And somebody brought it up in the chat. This is The Arizona Coyotes are openly, publicly... It, tanking. They're trying <laughs> yeah, and that's to lose. what Nicholas said. Poverty franchise. Yes. How do you go 0-4 against a team Nicholas, openly tanking? Nicholas, you've nailed it. This team is trying to lose, and the other team is trying to win a Stanley Cup. And you lost to them four times. But you can go right to the opening face-off of tonight's game. Two Leafs fall over each other. Nick Bukestad walks in all alone under a minute into the game, and it's one nothing Yotes, and you go, oh, shit, it's going to happen again. <laughs> Like, you just felt it. Like, oh, my God. End of the first period, they're getting pummeled. Pummeled. by Shots were 13-2 to two, Toronto all over. We go, gosh, maybe this could end up being ugly. But no. Same pattern the Coyotes have had this season. The first period, they start off slow. They struggle. They just have to keep it close. And they get better as the team goes. The game goes on. And that's exactly what happened again tonight. So the shots became more even as the game went on. Yep. And Arizona just hung around it, and they just hung around it and hung around it. If not for those power plays for Toronto in the first period, who knows how it would have, if it would have changed the tide. But but I tell you what, I it's one of those teams you want to beat. It's like you want to beat LA, which they did, yep. and you want to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep, you do. It's a, I don't it. care what anybody else says right now. I don't care. This 2022-23 season is a victory again because they swept the Leafs for the second consecutive year to yeah. win. And listen, a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of people online, like, you know, giving the Coyote shit. Listen, we know all the issues this team has gone through. We know that they're t- openly tanking. But sometimes when you're covering a team that's in 27th place, when you're covering a team that finished 31st last season, you need to celebrate the small victories. And this is one of those nights, and we are having a blast and, you know, listen, we're not Scotiabank Arena. We don't have Stanley Cup banners dating back to 1967 hanging in the rafters. True. But we have our own banners. And let's officially hang this one. Wow. Season sweep of the Toronto Maple Leafs 2022, or you could even say the calendar, calendar year, year sweep of, 2022. of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, uh, I now, saw that they were actually you, raising that. Yeah, we, we, we saw left. it. We saw it so, as we left. So that is... Now hanging in the rafters at Mullet Arena um, for all of us to wow. enjoy. Wow. 
I, and I was kidding as I walked in and I talked to some people that I knew there and I was saying, well, so what do you think? And I said, I think the Coyotes are going to beat them. I, th- I said, I think the Coyotes are going to win tonight and they just have to keep playing the way they keep playing. Toronto's going to come in here with their high flying passing and active and they're going to blow it. And the Coyotes are going to win. And all they they needed to do, same thing they've had to do all this this entire season, is Vamelka has to come up big in the first period. He needs to make a couple of key big saves, which he did, yeah. to hang around and keep a minute. And then, just like it happens with all these teams that have high-powered offenses, they get frustrated. And when they get frustrated, they start making plays that they don't normally make. And that's exactly what happened to Toronto. They were starting to grab their sticks a little bit tighter, and they kept looking at the clock going, okay, we're going to win this game. Yeah. It's Arizona. We're going to yeah. win. And they kept thinking, well, it's going to come. It's going to come. Even when they pulled the goalie, I think they thought they had a chance. Yeah. Because they always say, oh, it's just, they're going to go in. This is the Coyotes. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, and I, you keep thinking, the other thing, Leah, is don't they know they lose to this team? So you got to come in going, okay, today's the day. We're going to be ready to go. We're going to be, we're going to be uh, at our absolute best because we're tired of losing to the Arizona Coyotes for the last 20 years. Like, buddy, like, fire up, get up for this game. You'd think it would be like, okay, we're going to kick the shit out of them tonight. And, yeah. they, and they just didn't. I think a big part, a big point, and we, you know, you and I were there and we looked at each other and said in the first period, if they get out of this first period 2-1, like they can hang in because Toronto completely owned after the view side goal, they yep. completely owned the first period. They outshot the Coyotes 13-2. to They score um, two power play goals. Uh, in, in that period, Connor Timmons has assists on both. You're thinking, oh God, yeah, here comes the Connor Timmons revenge game. Like, uh, th- it could have been really, really bad. The fact that they got out of that period only down one, and then you come back in the second, and Jacob, Ch- and first of all, McBain, like, sets the tone immediately by wow. dropping the, like, not only dropping the gloves, but beelining for Hunt, dropping the gloves, and just beating. You know, yeah. they got in a fight. That was wild. And then Jacob Chikrin scores on the power play. And all of a sudden, like, you got yourselves a game. And, and I know Toronto scored again a few minutes later. But a one-goal game, you know, we've seen this team come back from from worse yeah. this year. And I think, sure, they're winning a lot. And blah, blah, blah. We're not going to talk about how this affects the standings. We're not going to talk about that not tonight. Today. Not today. But, like, never count this team out. Never count them out. And maybe that's the mistake Toronto made tonight, uh, that they, they they counted them out. Because on paper, Toronto is a way better team. I, it is. It's exactly what you said. This team, this, And that's the difference between this season's Coyote team and last season's Coyote team, is they didn't have the ability to come back. Once they were down, they were done. If they got behind in the first, it was over. They just didn't have the firepower. They didn't have the offense. They didn't have the team's speed. I tell you what, there's something about this team, and I keep going to the coaching staff and, and Andre Turney. He's got this team believing, and they believe they have a chance. And, and I'm going to have a broken record, so you just might watch one of our old episodes because same thing. It's somebody different every night. Yeah. In the last game, Schmaltz, because we were talking about Mary Schmaltzmas. Tonight, it's somebody different. Tonight, it's McBain. And, it, and that's what makes this team special is because somebody different every night pulls the weight of this team. And tonight it was it was McBain and Bugstead, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know where he's from. but Yeah. And that's where he, he started. Bugstead set the tone. Who are we kidding? A minute into the game and he gets that goal. That set the tone for the game tonight. And, and you know what? Sadly, that was the only shot for the first 17 minutes of the game. One shot. <laughs> I looked up the clock. It was 12 to 1 and it was... It was a 1-1 game. You're like, what? I know. <sighs> I know. Insane. That's, it's the Coyotes' way. It's the... Yeah, money line. Tim, we talked about the money line before. Take the money line on the Coyotes and against Toronto. Rick won $300. Buddy. This there is, you go. This is what we've been saying. That money should have been the pick of the week, for real. should have been. My pick of the week did it hit. Did hit. It did hit. The you over in Canada, Austria. Cash it. Um, but yeah, just... Wow. <laughs> like... I just keep coming back to the fact that I am speechless. By the way, there are almost 100 of you here. Thank you so much. Please hit the like button on this video. Yeah, please. Is that a good thing? It's a really good thing. It helps us out a lot. We appreciate it. We appreciate all of you being here. We see your comments in the chat. The chat is flying. Um, We love it. We're celebrating. We're all celebrating this win together. Let's talk a little bit more about these individual performances that you alluded to. Nick Bukestad. His eighth goal of the season in that those first minutes. He also had an assist tonight as well. Um, 
huge night for him. You got Barrett Hayton, who in the final seconds of this game added a couple points. Um, the, the empty net goal, an assist on McBain's empty net goal. He had another assist as well. So three-point night for Barrett Hayton, somebody who's really you know been lacking in, in the scoring department. And then uh, J.J. Mosier had a big night. Lawson Krause continues to be productive. That pass was unbelievable to to McBain. So, yeah, just, I, I, I mean, where do you where, who do well, you want to start? A lot with? of those points. We'll say those things. And you, you talked about McBain and Bukes that both of them on the, in the faceoff circle. Bukes had fifty eight percent. McBain is sixty seven percent of the faceoff circle. So they were good on that side of the puck, which helped them possess the puck more. Finally, as the game went on offensively they were all around it and all over it they were physical in the game tonight but there's little plays like when Patrick Nemeth brought blocks a two on a you know a pass in front of the net that's going to be an easy tap in the back door and Nemeth blocks the pass it's those little plays that this team everybody does what they're supposed to do and everybody does those little details and you win by doing the little things right more often than the other team and the Coyotes need to play pretty much mistake-free hockey yeah they just do we talk about their talent level their skill level they need to play mistake-free and that's one of the things I thought when you t- look at today's game, even though they are outshot 13-2. to two, they, Clearly, it was lopsided in the first period, but they didn't break. They didn't do those stupid turnovers through the middle of the ice like they normally do. They didn't they get do. frustrated either. Yeah, so I, I think those those guys that you mentioned were great. And even when you look at, at Schmaltz and Keller, who I don't think were, were at their best tonight. I don't think they were guys that carried the play tonight. Well, somebody else did. Yeah. And somebody else took over for them. And, and that's that, depth. And that Saturday, maybe them. Maybe it's Keller back on, on yeah. the top. The other guy I want to mention, too, is we didn't talk much about Jacob Chikrin. Because I, I mentioned it when we were watching the game. And that, that first period, I, he looked tentative. He looked nervous. Yeah. He made a couple of mistakes. He plays that he doesn't normally make. And I wonder if the Canadian media and he knows Toronto's looking at him. And and it we rumored all the time, hey, he might be going to Toronto. And it's rumor, rumor, rumor. So... He was grabbing a stick extra tight, but as the game went on, he started to go, okay, well, that's a really good yeah. defensive play. And then he gets the goal, and you go, okay, that's the Jacob Chicken. So, again, this team just takes a little bit longer to get get going. And, yeah. and the same thing happened again tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, power play goal for Jacob Chicken, his fourth of the season. Amazing, you know, right in place on Nick Ritchie's shot, the rebound there. So, good night for him, and good night with – the Canadian media eyes on him as well. You know, that's yep. that's what you want. Continue to boost his trade value. Uh, we haven't even gotten into We've just been we so careful. The numbers we yet. haven't even done all the things that we normally do. So let's look at the numbers because there is something on here that's actually really fun uh, besides the final score, of course, 6-3. PD, not only were the shots 33-23, which in the end didn't, end up, didn't end up being so bad not based terrible. on what we had been seeing. Pretty typical Coyote game. Okay, let's ignore the fact that Toronto is 100% on the yeah. power play. Coyotes were two for three on their power play. Wow. Boy, wow. howdy. Boy, howdy. And we talk about how important the power play is on on every game. Yeah. And the Coyotes have struggled. Like, who are we kidding? They started off one of the top teams in the league on the power play, and they've struggled because they didn't get pucks to the net. Well, tonight they do, and it's all you got to do is get pucks to the net. J.J. Mosier's huge goal, and Chikrin's rebound's a huge goal. But as we're, again, we're going to keep referring to while we were at the game because we were actually at the game tonight. Um, Toronto, their first two power plays, we're right after TV timeouts. <laughs> yes. So not only you watch all of their top players go to the bench and get a 90-second breather, get a rest, the people come out with the, the the shovels and clean the ice. You go, oh, shit, they're going to start with clean ice, and everybody's rested. So both of their goals were right after a TV timeout where they all got rested, and it didn't take them long to operate. And that that was important that the Coyotes did not take dumb penalties after that. Yeah, you, you really because, saw their because that was out. another thing. And how I mentioned before about getting out of that first period only down by one, that was the another thing. Like they took two penalties in that, in that first, and you said if they keep taking penalties, Toronto's going to score every time. Like it's yep. it's it's Matthews, it's Marner, it's Nylander. Like that that's. Firepower. Well, they run five That's forwards on that first power play. Yeah, like you don't want you don't want to see them. So that was that made me nervous. But like you said, like things kind of tended to move along and kind of settled down. And I felt like you know the Coyotes, the the mullet, the magic at the mullet is real. It is real. <laughs> well, and it, we've we've said Vegas got all those home wins because guess what? Vegas, you can get the Vegas flu. You were in Vegas. There's stuff I was. to do in Vegas. Yep. Guess what? 
there's stuff to do when you stay overnight in Tempe. And some of these teams are staying in resorts in Scottsdale. You don't think they're, they're might be getting a little bit of the Scottsdale flu. It's a real thing. I'm telling you, this mullet magic is real. And the Yotes are what now? Seven, three and two, seven, three and two seven, at, three mullet and arena. Two <laughs> at home. Four games of five above 500. And that's playing the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Colorado Avalanche and the LA Kings in this last week. That's absolutely incredible. And again, we're not talking about the tank tonight. We are going nope. to talk about a team that plays together and is fun to watch. And, and I don't care if you, if you get a chance to see a game at the mullet, go. Go. Like, we, we could almost reach out and touch these these superstars. In, and we were in the last row. We, and we heard, too. We walked in and Sean right away heard a Toronto Maple Leafs fan look around and say, wow, this is so cool. We're so close to the ice. And I mean, you talk about being close to people. The scratch Toronto Maple Leafs walked, right Wayne Simmons walked, walked brush shoulders with me, basically. Right by them. And um, Vince Vaughn, we saw a couple yeah. comments about Vince Vaughn. Oh, we're yeah. literally standing there like Vince Vaughn just walks in the door, the like on the lower concourse. Yep. Just hang out. Just hang out. And that's the other thing. If you're, if you know, like you go to a sporting event, you go, oh, I'll meet you at the game. There's no chance you're going to be, you go to the, 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 the Scotiabank, you're not going to meet anybody. You can't. Here, literally, you see everyone you know at the moment yep. because it's so small. Yeah. You're walking around it's, the concourse, you see everybody. Yeah, with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, we saw him walk into the building today. Yep. All oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs extras. Oh, yeah, they walked right by us because you have to. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere else to go. It's oh, insane. It, the, the atmosphere there is absolutely fantastic. The music is so loud. And so can, loud. Yeah, like an old like, person like me <laughs> saying maybe a touch too loud, but it's okay. But the, the environment's incredible. And I will say this, totally digressing. There was a little coyote fan in front of oh us. Oh, my God. What, two? Two years old? If that. Yeah. If that. In a, we had the, 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 the Kachina jersey. You had a Kachina hat. Yes, like that's that's the next generation of Coyotes fans. They're going to start at that age, and that's how we're going to get over all the De Detroit and Chicago and Toronto jerseys is that. And it was absolutely amazing that a kid like that got to see a game like that. It's funny because I don't know if you noticed this, but at one point Toronto had the puck, and they like shot or something, and the kids started getting excited, and the dad was like, no, 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 wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And that's what this team needs. This town needs. They need that kind of environment, that kind of fire, and I think that's what's going to happen in Tempe. So I was really excited to see that. Absolutely. Well, wow, Craig is already calling in. But before we bring him in, we got a crown tonight's DraftKings. We haven't done anything of the game. I know we're work. so we're so behind because it's just too exciting. Uh, so let's go ahead and throw it on the screen. Our DraftKings king of the game, of course, Jack Jack one assist away from a Gordie Howe hat trick. Wow, two goals, a fight. Almost had it, almost and had it, but, but he was impactful in all areas of that. He's a college kid, and guess what you don't do in college? You don't fight. And I tell you what, he, he he's impressed me with his physicality. He's impressed me with his ability to stick up for his teammates, and tonight he stuck up for himself. That was a cheap shot by Dryden Hunt. I don't care. That's a, that's a penalty. The referee could have stopped that fight easily by just calling the penalty on Dryden Hunt. It's a boarding call. Make the call, and you don't need the fight. But since the ref didn't call it, McBain took the law into his own hands. And he tracked Hunt down the ice, and Hunt said, okay, let's go. Uh, absolutely thoroughly impressed with, with Jack being tonight. Um, he, he, he has been a physical force above what I expected him to be this season. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, man, Jack McBain, what a night for him. On the flip side, Austin Matthews, no points no tonight. Point. Minus so, four. if you had bet the under on Austin Matthews' points tonight, you would have won yourself some money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And it, we already saw a ton of comments about people betting Coyote's money, money line, line at Super Plus Money, winning $300, for example. So absolutely unbelievable. If you also won money out betting on the Coyotes tonight, let us know in the comments. We love to hear it. And if you want to win yourself some money, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up with that promo code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. There were a lot of Leafs fans in the crowd tonight. Um, we heard the goalies go chance. So for all those Leafs fans who find themselves in Arizona feeling dejected, maybe need to take the edge off, Try oh, some OGs. OGs. Try some OGs gummies. Go to your local dispensary. If you're 21, get yourself some OGs. I promise you, you'll feel a lot better 
uh, after that because rough one for you guys tonight, but you'll love OGs. They got amazing flavors like orange creamsicle, pina colada, sleep edition gummy if you need help getting to sleep tonight. So check out OGs. Like I said, find them at your local dispensary. Must be 21 or older to enjoy. And oh my God, the chat, there's so much going on. Sean is scrolling perversely to find the super chat from Mark. That said, GMBA has done an amazing job building this team. Seriously, this team is not far from being a playoff contender, depending on the moves they can make it next year. I'm not going to argue. If they can keep Veggie and you could get Dylan Gunther another year under his belt and whoever the draft pick is, they're closer than you might think. I know they keep, I kept saying that this is the draft they want to get at the bottom of the barrel for so they can get one of these top franchise players and then they're going to go the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. Fantilli Bedard. Um, anywho, so we'll see. Anywho, well, thank I, you so much for the super chat, Mark. And I think uh, I think it's time to bring in here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, man, Craig. the myth, the legend. Oh, a little bit of a hey, you got got the, glow again. You got the, the glow. glow. The, glow the glow is back. Just like people yeah. are complaining about the glare on the ice on TV, it is confirmed only on TV only because on TV. in person I don't notice it at all. And now I've got a new theory. Oh. it might be Craig. Craig's personality. No, it might be his personality lights up the ice. (laughs) Like it's only on that side of the ice. You only see it on TV. Look at the glare he brings. It could be his personality just getting that glow off of the ice. No, maybe. No, never mind. Mm, Not feeling that. No. (laughs) Following up, I listened to you guys talking about Jack McBain. Uh, Aside from the the hit from Dryden Hunt, well, it wasn't even a hit. It was it was a penalty, and it should have been called. And we said it at the time. That definitely motivated him. He talked about it. He, he was angry about that. You know what else was going on in the stands tonight? Guess who plays ASU? Boston, right? College. Boston College. Guess yes. where Jack McBain went to school. He went to Boston College. Boston College was in the stands, so a little extra motivation. Nice. For Jack I didn't. McBain I to totally forgot him. about that part, too. That's awesome. Pretty cool story for him. Yeah. He was impressive. I agree with you, Petey. I've, I've been really impressed with what he's brought. I know at, at the beginning of the season – when people looked at the battle between Jack McBain and Nathan Smith, a lot of people were like, oh, Nathan Smith's going to be on this team. And I was like, I don't see it. I, I Jack McBain slots into that role perfectly. And he's, I mean, I, he's a he's he's in his first season, really. I know we got a, a cup of coffee last year, but to watch, to, to be able to watch this kid grow into this role, I already like a lot of parts of his game. He's really well suited and, Man, there was a lot of size on that line. I know Bill Armstrong loves him some size, but they can throw it around. The Coyotes have some big, big players on this yeah. team. And he's somebody that you're going to have in the future. I mean, that, that that's exactly the prototypical player that that he wants. Gets to the net. You can add offense. He's physical enough that he can separate guys from the puck. And guess what? He can drop the gloves and fight, too. It's exactly what you want in a Bill Armstrong team. And I tell you what. he's fun to watch and teammates love him because he does exactly what he did tonight. And that's stick up for them and himself. I, 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 this kid's impressed me. And, and I know there were some knocks on his skating ability coming in to the season. I don't see it. Like I, I I, I, I don't don't think it's an issue. Yeah. It's not an issue in his game right now. And he's only going to get better. And when this rebuild, we were through the tunnel in a few years, I boy, howdy, he's going to be a part of it. You know, and I don't know where he slots in or where he fits on a, on a team running for a playoffs. But if you got him just slotted at number three, uh, that's okay. If he's yeah. a three center at his size and strength, great. Yeah, because you're you're going to need some size. Obviously, there's some smaller guys on this team too. When Logan Cooley comes in, you've got Nick Schmaltz, you've got Clayton Keller, you got Matias Michelli. You're going to need some size on the in that top nine, and wow. he can certainly bring it. Maybe you know Connor Geeky comes along. We'll see how some of these guys develop. We'll see what they get in this draft. Although you know that that continues to drop as they win and win and win at Mullet Arena. Not, not tonight, tonight, right? Not tonight, Leah. Not tonight. Okay. Not tonight. Not tonight. We won't talk about it tonight. You know, in nope. fact, I already thought of a New Year's resolution, but I'm not going to mention it until our show on, on well, New it's Year's. It's not New Eve. Year's. But that's what I just said, buddy. <laughs> you were too busy slamming I, your beer. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you talk about uh, you know teammates loving Jack McBain. You know who else they love? It's a guy from Minnesota, Nick Kutstad. Oh. I'm going to write about him for Monday, in fact, but. We we got him after the game tonight too. And how about the first goal? By the way, he said it felt like the seas parted, like two Maple Leafs collide with each other. I know that was hilarious. Yeah, I tell you what, and 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 I I had an opportunity to bump into GM Bill Armstrong tonight, and he said 
virtually the same thing about a guy like Nick Bude said, what he does to that room and kind of an attitude he brings to this team. And it's just, he brings that positivity and he does what you ask of him. He jumps over the boards, he goes, works hard. And, and that's why I, I know we jest a lot about where he's from, but, but boy, he, he, he does do the little things right and he does it for the right reasons and he's a fun player to watch. Absolutely. And we saw Christopher. Yeah, so Christopher commented here tonight, great seeing the whole PHNX crew at the game. What a win. We tried to get the Come Home Austin chant going a couple times. We did see Christopher in the golf course. We saw a lot of We saw Dale. Yeah. We saw uh, saw saw a ton of people. So great great to see all those people. PD, you know, Craig's at every game. PD and I try to, you know, choose a select few. We got to make the trek back downtown but it was a lot of fun in the building tonight a lot of great yeah. energy there were a lot of Leafs fans but it didn't feel like the coyotes fans didn't have their their say like it was great energy in the building i agree for sure yeah did you was it chris that posted the, i can't even remember who it was that posted in the discord i was talking to him tonight uh somebody got a, like a box cutter into mullet arena yeah tonight, like a, a razor blade so like it hey you know there have been a couple fights here and now maybe you get shivved when you're when you're walking <laughs> through the concourses by the way it's turned into a dangerous place just just a quick side note um the three of us leaving tonight uh we were like oh yeah we'll go this way we got completely trapped in the players parking lot because yes. we thought there would be a way out and there wasn't no yeah. <laughs> um, we worked so, on our steps we got our yeah, steps up just we just toured the lot. We're like, nobody yeah. stopped us and told us that wasn't the way to go. I don't know how many security guards we passed to get to that area. And every nobody said, hey, there's no way out or you can't go there. No, just let us. So we just went for a stroll. Went for a stroll. <laughs> yeah. um, Craig, who else stood out to you tonight? Obviously, we had the Mosier power play goal, the Chickren power play goal. I mean, multiple point nights for multiple guys. Any other standouts for you tonight? I just, I, I, I know everybody's looking at production, but I like what I'm seeing from Baron Hayden lately. I think he's coming along, and, and I know Andre agrees with this. He thought the last game was Baron Hayden's best game of the season. Um, he had some chances. He got some power play time, too, and helped set up that goal that we were talking about. Um, so it's nice to see a little progress from him. Obviously, you want to see some more. You want to see him be a little more productive. He's going to be in a top-nine role, but... There, there's some parts of Barrett Hayton's game to like, and he, he's he's not a guy who's going to cheat it or, or or feel you know get down on himself or stop playing hard. He's he's going to bring it. He's he's committed to it. So hopefully he can he can get something going here. Yeah, yeah. Well, he a few more points tonight. The points are starting to come for him. He just plays the same way every night, and the points will come eventually. I know he was extremely frustrated when we when we talked to him a week ago. The, He's yeah. starting to put up some points. He got his first goal since then, so I think that's starting to help. Um, even I, even getting like an empty netter, yeah, tonight, it does. That helps hundred <laughs> percent because you just they don't ask how they say how many, and there's they're starting to yeah, come. Look at Ovechkin. Was there ever a yeah. chance tonight after the game that you thought Chicken might just grab his bag and go down to the other end of the hallway and join his new team? No. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens on that. But with with Barrett Hayton, I. I seem to remember that we we might be featuring him in some way. We might be. We'll see. There may be another episode of Walking and Talking coming soon. Uh, Stay tuned. I also want to say one more thing about Barry Hayden. Not only did he have all the points that he had tonight – and and his game is picking up pace. He was like he was getting into it tonight. Like you know there was little the physicality. Yeah, like little scrums and and he was. Like Sean and I were saying, is that McBain? No, it's Hayton. Like right in, yeah. right in there. So that's that was another great thing to see from him. Well, they don't want to get they don't the, this team Bill doesn't want to get pushed around, and it's been something that's lacked on this team for a very long time. They haven't been able to have that pushback. They've had tough guys before, and you've got the guy that can drop the gloves, but you don't have that team toughness where you can be physically tough in the corners and along the wall. I mean. You've had the guy that could drop the gloves and fight throughout time here. You know, John Scott, Paul Bissonnette, George LaRock. Um, you've had that long list, but you haven't had a team that could team tough and team physical that could yeah. hit and skate. And I and I think that's the direction Bill Armstrong wants to be able to go. He wants to be able to be physical along the wall and be tough. Uh, and I think that, that McBain and even Barrett Hayton, we said that tonight, helps add a little bit of that. So, yeah. It, it is it guys sticking up for each other that shows you've got a team and that's what this is right now it's it's everybody everybody on the same page i know we're going to talk a little world juniors and liam kirk in a moment but uh how much faith do you have that the team we just watched tonight can actually make a playoff run toronto 
You know what? It's the same problems you talk about with Toronto year after year after year. It's it's their ability to score is there is their ability to defend. And I've watched Matt Murray this season. It's playing some of his best hockey since he's left Pittsburgh. He struggled in his last year in Pittsburgh. He struggled in Ottawa. Um, he's playing better. And Matt Murray is playing better. But these are games good teams win. And good teams yep. find a way to win. And you have to win the games you're supposed to win when you're supposed to be vying for a Stanley Cup. And I'm just not sure this team has it. I, I don't know. You know, look at John Tavares has got the guys, their veteran leadership. I don't know. Giordano is another guy they brought in to bring that veteran leadership. That's the part I don't know if they have. They got all those guys in their mid-20s that are their high-skilled star players. And I don't know if they've got that gritty guys that pulls them through the war. And I don't know if they've got that. So I'm not sure, Craig. I, I, I yeah. On paper... It's a hell of a hockey team. Guess what? They don't play on paper. They play on ice. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to do it. It's I, that I grit don't that, know. That you're talking about that I see too. Like, uh, where is it? I don't see it. Maybe they can make, make it at it at the uh, deadline, but it doesn't feel like they're, they have that ingredient right now. And then when you look at their path to making a deep playoff yeah. run, oof, it's hard. Good luck with that. And listen, yeah, good luck in that division. Austin might look around and realize that and say, Toodaloo, off yeah. to off to my hometown, Arizona. There it is. Are we getting back to trolling Toronto? Yeah, yeah. But, don't, but don't laugh. We said this yesterday, and I said if you didn't watch the Toronto trolling show, go watch it because listen. Say what you want to about Austin Matthews, but he's not staying there forever if they're not winning. I'm sorry, and I'm not saying he's coming to Arizona, but there are other locations he can go play. There. Everybody's going to give him a pile of money, so just it's. It's not yeah. a foregone conclusion. Tom Brady finished somewhere else. Wayne Gretzky finished somewhere else. So, well, I just get amused by the the people who are, are like, "Well, Toronto has everything he wants." They haven't been out of the first round in nearly two decades. You know who has? Like, I'm getting chirped by like Leafs fans tonight after saying the Coyotes still own the Leafs. They're like, "Well, they're they're not going anywhere." I'm, I just responded to one person. First round, first round. Yeah, first you round. know who has been Seriously? out of the first round in the last ten years? the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> you True story. The towel. I love it. <laughs> True story. Craig, <laughs> let's talk let's talk a little World Juniors just while, you know, this is this is the hype train show and we're hyped about some of the Coyotes prospects and one of those of course is Dylan Gunther. First of all, I would like to formally thank the Vancouver Canucks for uh trading oh. their first round pick and giving us Dylan Gunther Gunther because he had a goal in the game today. He had a hat trick last night. He's having himself a heck of a world junior so far for Team Canada. Yeah. How, how do you like that combo of Connor Bedard and Dylan Gunther? Can, can Don't remind me please, on this winning post game show. Please. Hey, you can always win the lottery. I'm just true. Saying. If you're, if you're the fifth or sixth worth team, you still have decent odds. True. Maybe, you know, maybe you could have. I mean, it happens for the Blackhawks. They get to jump up and get Patrick Kane. So Bedard. Why can't it happen for the Coyotes? Gunther from Bedard. Like, that is, I hear that in my dreams. <laughs> and we heard it last night. <laughs> yeah, but there, well, well, since we're pumping the Arizona tires today, there's a lot more Arizona connections than Dylan Gunther. Yeah. And, and we talked about Cutter Gauthier making a pass to Boucher, both born where? Arizona. That's right. And See, who else assisted that. on that goal? Logan Cooley. <laughs> so it was Boucher from Gauthier and Cooley. I think Red Savage had a, a Red Savage. He did. Does he it did. get more good... Arizona than that? Poverty. Poverty <laughs> my Glad ass. You guys brought all this up because I am going to have a story related to all that tomorrow. Talking wow. about how much Arizona hockey has grown. And and you know, Cutter Gauthier could have been in town tomorrow with Boston College, you know, to play ASU. But instead, where is he? Oh, he's in the World Juniors because he's that good. Yeah. So, it, so and I know, and, and we can name the handful of Arizona kids that are doing that. I get it. In Minnesota and Michigan and Massachusetts and Ontario, and they got, I get it. But but this, this is the trend. This is where kids are, like, it's real now. It's not just you have the one-off, oh, Austin Matthews. No, there's more. Like, mm -hmm. Matt, Nice, nice was he grew up here. Like they're coming. Red Savage played that youth hockey here. That little boy in front of us. That little boy could be the next pick. Just saying. Just no saying. Um, Hub City Productions in the chat said, "Watch Logan Cooley today live. What a player!" That is also what we felt watching yeah. him when Minnesota came to visit as well. He had a goal and an assist in today's game, which is good for him because he 
I think he hadn't scored a goal before today, correct? In the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, you talked about Logan Cooley coming on to, uh, with, with his performance in this last game. Uh, Petey, you said you talked to Bill. And I know Bill was, you know, he had a, Logan had a little bit of a slow start in this tournament. And they're like, okay, what's going on here? Well, you know, sometimes that happens when you go into an international competition. And I've also heard that there may be some... There may be some sickness blowing through Team USA right now that they're dealing with as well. Oh. But yeah, but it, but you know he he turned it on today and really listen get get just get to the crossover right in World Juniors. That's all you're trying to do in pool play. Hopefully you get a good draw and that's when the real games begin. And if you haven't watched any of it, tune in. It's I, so I, good. It's the it yeah, is it truly is. the best hockey tournament in the world because it's best on best at that age before the money gets involved, before all of the you know the stuff with your NHL teams and all of it, and your agents and no, it's this but, is kids playing hockey and, for and the it's right the reason. Best if you just go back and look up any World Junior team for like just pull up a random year and look at the World Junior team. Yeah. It's NHL player after NHL player, yep. so it, it's kind of like your first look at them, and especially. You know, for a team like the Coyotes who have five prospects in this tournament, it's a great way. You know, Julian Lutz, like, where am I watching him play otherwise except for, you know, in this tournament, for example. So it, it's, a, it's a great way to see prospects. It's a great way, you know, we get, we're getting our look at Bedard and Fantilli. Um, so it's, it's a great tournament. It's on NHL, uh, NHL Network for those of you in the U.S. So definitely check it out. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun so far. Craig... We got a question, and it really doesn't have anything to do with this game or the World Juniors, but there was a little bit of confusion yesterday with a call-up. It it came out as a transaction that the Arizona Coyotes recalled Liam Kirk from the ECHL, but it it was more of a... Of a move to loan him to... Can you just explain what what the heck was going on while you're here? Yeah, I don't know why the wording of that news release was worded as it was from the Atlanta Gladiators uh, saying that he was recalled to Arizona, which made a lot of people in the UK and some Coyotes fans think, oh my God, he's coming to the Coyotes. Is he going to play? Like, this just doesn't happen from the ECHL, guys. You don't get recalled from the ECHL and jump into the NHL lineup. It's it's not going to happen. Um, so what what is happening with Liam Kirk is they brought him back to Tucson to collect his belongings. They're, they're loaning him to Ugarit in the Finnish Liga so that he can go play the rest of the season. Look, nobody's going to say this to me, but ECHL is a tough league to bounce around in, right? It's not exactly a glamorous league. It's not the AHL, and I'm not sure that it's a great league for development. So when you get a chance to go play in the Finnish Liga instead, that's better, in my opinion. That's that's a better league. So he's going to get an opportunity. They had a need up front. There were actually several teams that had inquired about him, so... He's going to get a chance to go play there. Oddly enough, Petey, for Ali Jokinen, who was his coach over there, used to play for the Coyotes. I just think it's a better situation for Liam Kirk. And I know there are a lot of people who are like, oh, he's never coming back. Like, how do you know that? Like, have you had a conversation with with the management? Everything that I've heard, what I heard from John Ferguson Jr. is that he's definitely coming back to Tucson next year. They just think this is a good development opportunity for him. It's as simple as that. Yeah, we talked about his development path, Craig, and we we knew it was a big leap for him yeah. coming a, across the North American hockey when we played in, in Tucson. This is not, uh, this is okay. Everything everything's fine. Did we see Liam Kirk being an everyday fixture for the Arizona Coyotes at that time? No, we we just thought, hey, here's a kid playing pro hockey. Good for him. I, I don't worry. Everything's fine, and it's part of the development path to get him back here. I I think everything will be fine for Liam Kirk. Well, then he had the ACL injury too, right? So he, he lost so much development time with the ACL. that That's obviously going to impact you. So listen, he's a seventh round pick. We knew all along he was a long shot, a British hockey player. Then you have the ACL thrown in. It's a tough path. It's a really tough path, but we don't know yet. Again, he was always going to be a long shot, but we don't really have a sense of what Liam Kirk can be because of the lost development time. So at least he's getting this opportunity. And look, at least he gets a little... At least he gets to be a little closer to home. Uh, it's a little more of a comfort than, you know, being in Atlanta and bouncing around the South and the other ECHL cities that you see. I want to give a shout out to Liam Kirk, the first ever guest yeah. on PHNX Coyotes. Right. That's right. True story. It's literally the, our second ever show. Was it? Yep. Our second ever our, show. Literally our second ever show. Huh. So if you want to go back and watch that, you definitely can. Craig, 
what a what a game tonight. What a night. What a stretch here. Uh, we'll get back into the the rebuild in the in the tank later because let's just enjoy this one. Any other uh, final notes from you on on tonight as a whole, or any other just news or notes from you? No, just that Andre Turnier gave the boys the day off again tomorrow. They're going to go straight to playing and fly out on their road trip. They were scheduled to practice, so they canceled it because yeah. because they don't need to practice because the Coyotes just win games because they're just do. they're just goaded. It's going to be hard because <laughs> if you go straight to the plane tomorrow and it's a five o'clock Eastern game on Saturday. They may not hit the ice. To, they're going game to game now. That's bougie. Right there, you're going game to game. Yeah. It's like player's dream, right? Exactly. So walking yeah. and talking might be held off for a, for a few more days because yeah. they're not there. We can't do it. Nope. Can't walk and talk with nobody there. Unless you want to go, Craig. I mean, you'll go. No. I don't think anybody wants to see that, to be honest. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> All right, Craig. Well, we'll let you go, and we'll uh, see you on Saturday. All right, guys. I'll see you on New Year's Eve. Yes, can't wait. All right. Well, we had a blast being at the game tonight. We, we really did. did. We really, really did. And if you missed out, don't worry. There's plenty. The Coyotes are finally home a bit more. They're yep. home a lot in the month of January. If you haven't been out to Mullet Arena yet, or if you have and you realize how fun it was, head on over to game time. ASU hockey is back this weekend. Like Craig mentioned, Boston College is around all those tickets. You can find them all on game time. The best place to buy tickets for sure. You can save up to 60%, especially when you buy those tickets last minute. So if you're on the fence, check game time, buy them there. And as always, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in our description. So scroll down, click that link to buy your tickets. I've used game time myself. It's so easy to use. It is literally so easy. And uh, I, I did, I, I, I'm an anxious planning person, but I felt fine Confident. waiting because I knew, like, I just knew they would be cheaper and they absolutely were. And PD right now, we're enjoying our Four Peaks beer. I'm drinking my favorite peach and you're drinking your favorite kilt lifter. Yep. Absolutely unreal. So Fire. cheers to anybody, cheers. whether you're drinking beer, water, hot chocolate, coffee, whatever you're drinking, cheers. Um, but we, we love Four Peaks. It, this felt like a... We really do love Four Peaks. We really do. This felt like an occasion to break out the yes. Four Peaks for sure. And as I've been saying all week, Austin, just remember, you can golf year-round here. True you story. can golf year-round here in Arizona. And if he wasn't on the Toronto Maple Leafs, I would invite him to uh, our, our PHNX oh, tea party tea on party. January 13th. But he I don't think, don't think he'll be around then. But for the rest of you... You're definitely invited to the PHNX Tea Party presented by our friends over at Four Peaks. This is going to be a super, super fun event. We are renting out the entire driving range at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. And uh, Big Drive Energy will be there. They're the golf podcast over at DNBR. The PHNX crew and all the fellow diehards will be there for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. The PHNX Suns crew. We'll be hosting a watch party for Suns versus Timberwolves. Four Peaks will be there too with beer samples and swag. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you'll save 20% on this awesome event. You really do get a discount for being a diehard. It's $45 a person, $36 if you're a diehard, $160 for a foursome, $120 if you're a diehard. There's also a kids' clinic, so bring your kids. That's free. Um, there's going to be a lot of like fun little competitions. Like um, I think it's a half court shot competition. Wow. It, just a ton of fun stuff going on. There's going to be heaters, hot chocolate. It's just going to be a blast. So come on down to that Dobson Ranch golf course, January 13th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Did you see David's comment? I didn't. Let's read it. As much as I'm disappointed with the effort of my hometown Leafs versus the Oats, I unreservedly congratulate Bamelka and his teammates on a well-deserved win over the Leafs. David, that might be the most diplomatic comment I've ever heard from but a you know Toronto Maple Leafs fan. As diplomatic, yeah, take a take a lesson, Josh. Josh was not as diplomatic. You guys play in a gymnasium. Pipe the f down, please. Put some respect on the Maple Leafs. You know what, Josh? Respectfully, no. <laughs> I feel. Like, what's the saying? Doesn't respect have to be earned. Buddy, they lost to the Coyotes four times in the calendar year. Four times. Ninety-five percent Leafs fans in your gymnasium tonight. That's again. That's that's also objectively not true. That is literally false. Yeah, literally false. But again, scoreboard. It. it, 
again, if this team had won three consecutive Stanley Cups and they come in and smoked them five to one. Rick said it. 16, Rick, 16 six, 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 since 2005. I don't know how old Josh is, but I genuinely am curious how many times in his life he has witnessed the Leafs beat the Coyotes because I promise you it's Sean, less than he's witnessed the Goats beat the But Leafs. again, it's Sean, show the banner again. Show the banner again. Bring up the but, banner. But it, it, there it is. But it, it's, the, again, <laughs> if you... Team, we said this before. People hate the Patriots because the Patriots win, right? So, if the Toronto Maple Leafs come in here and roll the Coyotes ten to one, Josh, you are absolutely one hundred. But they don't. They and it's not just once. It's not just twice. It is year after year. since two thousand two. They have never beat them in Toronto, their home building, the mecca of hockey in the universe, and they have not beat. The Arizona Coyotes in Toronto since 2002. Not last week, not like 2002. You know what happened on October 17th, 2002 also? I do. Matthew Nyes was born. Matthew Nyes was born. <laughs> so, no, I get it. If you don't like it, I'm I, then beat us. Josh, we appreciate you um, we do. tuning in and commenting and, you know, giving us some engagement on our show. We really I do, do too. We really do. Josh, thank you so much. I do, Josh. Thank you for your comments. Thanks. And it is a great city. We didn't. I actually do. I mean, Toronto, I'm, I'm literally from Toronto. She's from there. And when we talked about the show yesterday, we both didn't get an opportunity to say what a wonderful city it is. I love Toronto. I mean, it's my home. Like, it's a fantastic <laughs> city. But I'm still love gonna, it. I'm still going to dunk on the Leafs. I don't always love the traffic, especially when it's snowing. Traffic is bad. The traffic is when very it's snowing, bad. it's worse. But it's a the fantastic is, city. Is is a pain. Love the city. Yeah, it's my home. I literally, I I was born there. I, there was a picture of yep. me in a I Toronto Maple Leafs jersey as a one like under one years old. It's so there you go. But listen, but listen, we got we got to take the wins where we can. Yeah, take the uh, little wins. And I, I mentioned we weren't going to talk about the standings tonight. All I'll mention is that San Jose is currently winning All against right. Philadelphia. There you go. I mean, Philadelphia needs to lose too, but I mean, needs to win too, but you can't have it all. Maybe that one can go to OT. <laughs> Rick, the Mecca's Montreal. I got to say, I was, I was an Evan Cornway and Guy Lafleur fan. Steve Shutt, Larry Robinson, Ken Dryden is my favorite goalie. I mean, you, the, neither of you know who any of those guys are. Guy Lafleur, you know. Yes. Okay. Of course. Um, I had a Guy Laf I had an Evan Cornway sweater, like a legit sweater. It wasn't a jersey. It was a sweater. Okay. Sorry. Okay. That's a good little side there. Sorry. Well, the the funny thing is we always pull up the upcoming schedule and we think, where can the Coyotes get one win on this? And now something strange is happening. It's like, where, can, are, the where are the Coyotes going to lose? lose? Because look at next Thursday and Friday against Philly and Chicago, two of the worst teams in the league this year. And you got Tampa Bay on Saturday who were back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. You know who else was a defending Stanley Cup champion? The Colorado Avalanche. You know who else? The Coyotes beat this week, the Colorado Avalanche. And look at the scores on there. 6-3, six, 6-3. Three, six, three. Again, tennis scores. 6-3, six, 6-3. Three, six, three. It's unreal. Yep. It's unreal. I, so. I will say this, because we talk about DraftKings Sportsbook app. I don't know if Saturday is going to be the one where they're going to continue the win streak. I am a moderately worried in Tampa. And that's fine. No practice, flight, East Coast time. I, I, I don't think this bodes well for the Oats. David is the He's home. He's out here spitting facts. David is a legend. Like, David is, wow, what I wish all Leafs fans could be. And, you know, thank you, David. Thank you for your thank comments. Thank you, David. We just really appreciate you. Just be honest you. with yourself. Yeah. That's all. Just be honest. Yeah. We're okay with that. Just, we know who we are. Exactly. And that's the thing. We're and talking like, about the bottom of the and, standings. And we also, get it. like, the thing that Leafs fans, like, angry Leafs fans, not, I don't want to categorize them all when David yeah. is here being yeah. so great in the chat. Um, but the, the angry Leafs fans online, like, oh, because, you know, we re, we re, literally rebranded the opening night bingo card and just put yes. Toronto's coming to town bingo card. And people were very upset. It's like, oh, how are you, like, you know, anticipating all these things? Their franchise is a joke, blah, 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 blah. Like, this is a game. <laughs> and we like to watch the Coyotes play. Like, there's people are Coyotes fans. They're hockey fans. Yeah. The, ho the fans here have no say in who the ownership is, yep. all the issues, all the issues off the ice, what the temporary locker room. Like, the fans, that's not an issue for them. If you want to talk shit about the Coyotes being bad on the ice, go for it. Yeah. If you want to talk shit about that, go for it. But don't talk shit about anything outside of the fans' control. And you know what, Toronto? You can't talk shit about anything on the ice because the Coyotes keep beating your team. 
So stop it. I do have a lot of respect for Josh, though, I will say. Because it's got to be nice to be that stupid and like <laughs> and be happy still, right? Like, like you're going to sit here and be like, oh, the Coyotes. Like, like you mentioned, they, the Coyotes have won a f- first round more recently than Josh 2012, has. yeah. So, I mean, and also, when was the last time you witnessed the Coyotes lose to the Maple Leafs? That's all we care about. We don't care about the rest of you. We don't care about your record. But you're in the Eastern Conference. They, you don't affect us. We know exactly who we are. We do. We do. We're not sitting here saying we're on the path to the Stanley Cup. We're not talking about playoff. Playoff. No. So, so when you're sh- so when you're shitting on the, the bingo card, all I have to say is, sure, we're just trying to yes. make this a little bit more fun for ourselves. We try to have more fun. And that's why we're having fun tonight. To you know why? It. Because this team has been bad this year. They've been bad last year, although they've been a lot better this year. There's been a lot of great stuff this yes. year. It but has been. They're in 27th. <laughs> they okay. are. So, like. Yeah. <sighs> There we go. I'm going to take a sip of my beer. Clearing. I'm with you. By the way, Sean, while you're on the mic, let's show off the shirt that you're wearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy. Um, shout out to the Coyotes PR for this. The shirzies. The shirzies. Unreal. Money. I know yeah. we said on Twitter that we were going to wear them. I don't know if you could see the back at all. Yeah, says, we can. It says 98, and we asked about 98. Why don't you explain? Well, because we the, were confused. the original retro jerseys, the original greens were in the 97-98 season because these are reverse retro jerseys. They have the number 98 because they are the reverse retro. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, Josh said you would lose to a janitor. No, Josh. You Wait, lost to the Zamboni driver. Yeah, to the Zamboni driver. If we, would lose, if we would lose to a, a janitor, who would you lose to? <laughs> I lost to the Zamboni driver. Wasn't that, a, that? Yeah, that goal. Wait and scroll down Carolina? slightly, Sean. You and your ten fans. Well, I would say that the eighty-seven people here live right now beg to differ. Plus wow. the, you know, the thousands and thousands of Coyotes fans. You know what else we didn't there. talk about? Because I this shows about me. We didn't talk about my keys. We didn't. We didn't. I'm they sorry. They got some of them. Yeah, let's let's go over Petey's keys way later in the show than usual. And usually, Schmaltzy said I didn't, and that's why I said somebody else had to do the job, and that's where McBain stepped in. No turnovers. You know what they did? Even when they turned over the puck to to this team, who's incredibly dangerous off the rush, play plays like JJ Mosier, that two on one with Matthews breaks it up with a stick play, a phenomenal play. So they were able to recover even when they did make mistakes. Penalties, we saw that two penalties, two goals against. So. That's it. I yeah. just wanted to get my thing and I put all that work in during the day. I you did. Get... You did put in the work. Thanks. You Sorry. did put in the work. Um, Josh is flexing the the Leafs getting a fine somehow is turning that into a flex. Anyway, enough enough yeah, about we, we, Josh. Enough about Josh. Clearing. A clearing. We're, we've cleared that. We, we drank clearing. our Four Peaks beer. Yes. A <laughs> Let's look at the punch card because there might be a chance this is the most wins on is a line. Is this consecutive wins? This is the most wins on a line. No, no wait. No. The second line is four. We're at three. How many? How, how many times four. did they win three straight games last year? Yeah, there was four in the second line and four in the. But no line. three in a row. But so it's no, three, no, in three in a row in the second line. Jeez, oh, um, I can't. Okay, say so that every far. other line. Say, every how, other line. How long did it take them last year to win, to to win three straight games? Did they win it was, three straight? Well, games? it was in that Eastern trip towards yeah. f- in February. That was around when, when that was in March. Had seven March points, right? Yeah, that, that was in March. It's December. Wow, it's still twenty twenty-two. I tell you what, they're almost. Remember, DraftKings Sportsbook app had them at sixty-five points for the season, and, and I we're said, like, "Oh, no under, way. under, under, yeah." I said this was going to be a worse team than last year. I did. I, I'll admit it. I might be wrong. I know I'm wrong a lot. I'm no, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, well, PD, we're rocking some. We, yeah, we both got our PHNX. I like that. Okay, if you're watching on YouTube, I got my new PHNX hoodies in, and I am obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's so comfy. I I love it. Um, I've every day of this week, I've matched someone else in the office because we're all wearing our hoodies. Espo was wearing this today. I also got the Phoenix tie dye hoodie. You know, you're always in your uh, a PHNX shirt every single day. Yep. So if you want to grab yourself one of these hoodies, do so at the phnxlocker.com. And while you're there, become a diehard so you can get 20% off on all this merch as well as the diehard-only merchandise that PD's going to wear. bring his zip up on Saturday. On Saturday. So yep. you all can see it and and really realize what you're missing by not becoming a diehard. So you Chris can was rocking hers that. the other day too on, on Twitter. The zip up? Yep. I just Love want to it. say I put, a, I put a poll in the chat for the people. On, on how we should deal with Josh. Yeah. Let them decide. <laughs> let them decide Josh's fate. Okay. Yeah. We'll let you. We'll let Sean handle that one and the, and the chat. But definitely, definitely become a diehard. Like 
Craig mentioned he has a story coming next week on Nick Bukestad. That will be for yeah. diehards only. Craig's mailbag is also for diehards only. And if you're a diehard, you can choose like which content you want to get right to your email. So if you're only Love a it. Coyotes fan, you can only get Coyote stuff. If you're a Coyotes and a D-backs fan, you can make sure you get both. By the way, lots of ties to Toronto this week with a big D-backs trade between the D-backs oh, yeah. and, the, and the Blue Jays. So shout out the city of Toronto on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel this week. But... 20% off merch, 20% off events like the PHNX Tea Party. Become a diehard today. Check out gophnx.com slash diehard to join the family. And right now we're still in the middle of that, just that weird week between Christmas and yeah, New, Year's New Year's where nobody ever knows what to do with themselves. Like people aren't really working. People aren't really at school. So if you're kind of on day four here thinking, all right, like I need to do something. I have an idea. Go to Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Oh, yeah. Because you're not back at work yet. You need you need an activity for yourself. Yeah. Like, this place is so freaking fun. Not only do they have a ton of stuff to do because they got racing, laser tag, bowling lanes, an arcade, axe throwing. They got bars. They got food. It it like it is so much fun. And We've, lots of bars. Lots of bars. <laughs> lots of bars among the two places. We've been out there for to both places. They're side yeah. by side. Um for our staff meetings and have had an absolute blast. Oh, yeah. so, and so, you won the bowling. I did win bowling. I did not get in a go-kart. I know, but I, I, have placed, some go-kart. I placed in the go-kart. Passed. Way faster than you should be allowed to go in a go-kart. <laughs> just saying that at my age, they were too fast. Yeah, but it's just it's just an unbelievable place. Um, Octane is actually the only full-time indoor-outdoor racetrack in the United States. That's, yeah, you, you know why? Because the weather's great here yeah. all year round, Austin. We know we had winter last week. We had it. It was two days. It's over. It rained yesterday. It rained yesterday. That was it. Winter's that was over. It. Just in case you're that was keeping it. track but, of the weather. But lots of great <sighs> daily specials at Octane Raceway and Mavericks. So check them out. And uh, tomorrow's Friday. So Friday trivia night, rotating drink specials, 8 to 10. And then Saturday, Sunday, 50% off signature bowling before noon. And this bowling, like you go up to the thing and you take a picture of your face. And then like you can... Just do fun stuff to it. And then like every time it's your turn to bowl, like yeah. your face is on the, th- it's, it's, it's just so fun. Just go. I promise just you. Just go. Bring you're the whole family. Take the kids. a great time. Um, what was the, what did the poll decide? Uh, this has been a, a barn burner. As it was for a long time that we should ban Josh. But it, right now it's 51%. As the chat saying, the, the, the salt from his tears is quite tasty. Wow. Um, so as of right now, it's you know 51%. What? No. So welcome to Coyotes the Coyotes fans, Get I love people. you guys so much. But we understand. What a freaking fan base. Like what a group of people. We understand. Coyotes fans, they Coy- get it. Coyotes fans just. Like, We're not we- about the hate. We're about the hockey. Exactly. Like we That should be a t shirt. Wow. That's what to say. That sounds like an NHL like like public service. That should, that should be our t shirt. We're not about the hate, we're about the hockey. The yeah. HNX. There you the go. Haters, of which there are many. Yeah. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. That was really good. Yep. Tears. This is this is an unbelievable community. We appreciate like Wow, what a group of people. No, you know what it is? And, and we'll, we'll, we'll say this. It, it is a community and it started off with a really, 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 really small one. But when you go to a game like tonight and you see people, hey, I know him, I know her, we see them at every game. Or it's it is a community now. And if you want to get in and talk, get on the Discord. Or, you know, when this team finally wins, there's going to be a lot of OGs that were here at the beginning. And the people who are here now, when it's hard, when it's the small temporary space for a few years, yeah. when the team is in thirty first yep. place, this these people when they're in the TED. And they're competitive, and yep. Cooley's here, and Gunther's here, and yep. hopefully Bedarder Fantilli's here, and Geeky's here, and the Coyotes have their unbelievable goalie because goalies thrive here. Yep. It's going to be that And you're going to be an OG diehard. And you're going to be an OG diehard. I'm a great. And we said how much we love to do this. So anyway, we're not going to hate anymore. We're right. happy. We won. We won. PD. Final final thoughts for me. No, I, I, it's 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 the same thing from this team. They just don't quit. And and after a first period where they're outshot thirteen to two, and you go, oh my god, they've got no chance. Toronto Maple Leafs are gonna roll. They just keep coming at you, and they keep believing, and they keep thinking they can come back and win. They don't quit. They're fun to watch. We're on the bandwagon for now. And you know what? If they lose three straight, that's okay. We're still gonna be here rooting for them because we know they're not gonna quit. So we're not either. So good. And by the way. They beat Toronto again. <laughs> All right. Here so my, the season's a win. Here are my, here are my final th- thoughts, and they are statistics. 
The Coyotes have beaten Toronto four straight times, are 6-1-1 one one in the last eight meetings with the Leafs, are 18-4-2 versus Toronto in the last 24 games dating back to January 14th, 2006. The Coyotes are 59-37-8-2 all-time against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's all. That's just that's just facts. Let's just end it on facts. Facts. Agreed. Let's just end it on facts. This one was a blast tonight. <laughs> Coyotes beat the Leafs yet again to the chat. Everybody here watching us live, everyone here watching us later or listening later, we appreciate you so much. If you liked this, please go on and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Apparently the chat has spoken, so we'll let Sean... Uh, uh, nah, it's tied, but I'm a Kamala Harris, this motherfucker. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. Um, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review. Like and subscribe. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Tons of great content for all the sports across the valley. And we'll be back Saturday for our last postgame show, our last show of 2022. In the so, year that they beat the Leafs four times. Four times, just saying. So good year. Good year to leave behind. Lots of changes for the Coyotes in 2022. Um, you know, some easier than others. But we'll, I'm sure we'll reflect on all of that on Saturday. But to those of you who have are here tonight, whether this is your first time, whether this is your 200th time, we sincerely, sincerely appreciate you. And you can follow all of us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePause. And of course, follow at PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter as well. Everybody, have a great rest of your night. Say something nice to a Leafs fan online. They need it tonight. Clearly, they're very upset. Um, and we'll see everybody on Saturday. See ya.